verse 3 to 4. The verse 3 says that, and then let there be light. And Bible says that, and the light came forth. And then verse 4, Bible says that God saw the light was good. And then he said that, let the light be divided from the darkness. Now, please follow me carefully. And every word I'm going to be speaking here is very, very sensitive because of the message and how it's going to impact your life. He said that, let there be light. And there was light. And then verse 4 said, and the light was good. And he said, divide the light from the darkness. Now, for example, if we are having a whole pizza, alright, either 12 slides, uh, 8 slides, or 6 slides, whatever it is. If you're having a whole pizza right now, now this pizza becomes darkness. Alright? Are you with me? Okay. Now, a slice of the pizza is taken away. And this slice now becomes light. This slice, this whole slice is darkness. And this slice is light. Now, if it be light, it was taken out of darkness. So, light at a point was in the company of darkness. Are you here? And because it was in the company of darkness, it was conforming to the nature of darkness, though it was light. Bible says that, and God divided the light from the darkness. So what is the best place of light? Not necessarily from the mouth of God, but from darkness. Light was divided from darkness. So if a slice of pizza is taken away from a whole pizza, that light was taken from darkness. But listen, the light was in that darkness and it was still not shining. That light was in darkness and it was conforming to the nature of darkness. It was not conforming to the nature of its light. It was not exuding light. It was not giving out light. It was not brightened. Why? Because it was in the company. It was in the domain. The dwelling place of darkness. So it could not bright even though it was in darkness. And even though it is light. And God said, let light come forth. And then he began to divide the light from the darkness and Bible said he made one rule in the daytime and another rule in the evening. Now, Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 5, the verse 14 to the verse 16, the verse 14, Bible says that, and then you are the light of the world. And let your light so shine before men. But he said a city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden. And who lights up a candle and puts it under a bushel or under a pillow but they put it on the candlestick that it will give light to the whole house then he said that you let your light so shine before men and resist him let your light so shine before men that men will see your good works and glorify your father in heaven so as much as we are light the bible gives in the book of Colossians chapter 1 the verse 13 that you have been rescued from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of light. You have been translated, you have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So now we are light. We are the light of the world. Now we are light. And yet as much as we were in the domain of darkness, we were not exuding um, light. We were not brightened, but we were in darkness. And we were be- beginning, even though we are light, we were still dark. And he said, and then the Lord divided the light from the darkness, and then suddenly the light was shining. Then he said, This is good. Until the light was divided from darkness, the Lord never said that it was good. 
Are you here with me? So if we bring the light of the world, and Father, we have been translated, we have been delivered and rescued from the domain of darkness, and we Christians, why are we then going back into the domain of darkness? where we have been rescued from. So the reason why most of you are not able to bright and to shine is because you are returning into a domain that you have been delivered from. Are you here at all? So you begin to be in a domain of darkness, a, a, a company of friends, an environment of darkness, and we are not able to shine though we are being called out to shine. We are not exuding brightness just because we are in a domain of darkness though God has brought us out of it. Now, every Christian now wants to dress like a worldly person. Yet, that is where we came out of. We have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Now, why am I saying this? Bible said that we are the lights. What does light do? Light gives out light, it gives brightness, it shines. Are you right? Are you with me? Now, as much as light gives light, you get to understand that darkness also gives. Light is a giver. So, you. Being the light of the world, you are light. Say, I am light. The scripture, we are light. And as much as we are light, don't say that we are given because we give light. Now, as much as light gives, darkness also gives because darkness gave out light. So if darkness is giving and light is giving, what is darkness giving? And what is light giving? Now, many people say that you cannot give unless you love. It's not entirely true because darkness is also giving. Is darkness then giving out of love? If Satan is giving you a demon to torment you, do you tell me that it's because Satan loves you? That is why he is giving you the demon to torment you. When the Bible said, and then um, an evil spirit came to torment Saul, does it mean the devil loved Saul so much that he brought in uh, an evil spirit to torment him? So we not only give because we love, we give for various reasons. Some people give for what they can benefit from what they are giving. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me at all? So, as much as light is given and darkness is given, we have to come to a realization that anytime we are giving us light, we are conforming to our nature. We are being consistent with the nature to, for which God created us to be. Are you here? So, right now, if you are giving, Bible said the sun right, was made to give light in the day. Now, if the light is brightening, and we see that the sun is shining more. Some of you go ahead to say that maybe there is a God now who is controlling the sun today. There is an man controlling the sun today. Now, now, why are you saying that? Because the light, the sun is brightening more. It is shining more, right? It is giving more light. And that's how come you are able to feel it more. Now, the more you give us light, the more you shine. Oh, you don't know what this See, we are not being taught these things, so we do not know. And I will explain because some of you think that when you are giving, you are losing. But I will explain further to you. Because the more we are giving, the more we are actually shining, the more we are actually brightened. And many people give offering in church without even smiling. They think that, oh, money is leaving this account of mine. And I'm losing this amount of money. So if my account is blessed with one million dollars and I'm giving about um, ten thousand dollars, I have remaining about ninety thousand dollars. So uh, I am left with a, a, a little. And that is what they are seeing. Without understanding that there is a level of brightness that is being shown by their giving. So anytime you are giving, understand that you are being consistent with how God created you. So I am light, that is why I give. I don't give to bright. I am bright, that is why I am giving. Say I am light. I am light. That is why I give. 
Are you here with me? Now, <laughs> let's read the book of Acts chapter 20, the verse 35. Acts chapter 20, the verse 35. Now, something remarkable was going on there. That was in the, in the scripture saying that, and the people were gathered, and they said, and then you should give to the weak to support the weak. And Bible goes ahead and said, he told the people that, you, do you not remember the words of Jesus? And he said that, he that giveth is more blessed than he that receiveth. Can we read it please? Acts 20 verse 35. Acts 20 verse 35. Please follow me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. Mm-hmm. You should remember that the word of the Lord, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So we are giving a scripture here and a reminder from the words of Jesus that you are more blessed when you give than when you receive. And many people only pick up the scripture and they got it without understanding it. How will you tell me that me, I am giving and I am more blessed. I am losing money and I am more blessed. You see, this particular scripture or this reminder from Jesus Christ is, it is an error in today's mathematical equation. It, 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 it deviates from our knowledge of mathematics. Because in maths currently, anytime you are giving something out, it means you are losing. And if you are losing, it means that you are entering into the negative, right? And is negative good? Negative is not good. But God is the one that is having the negative is more blessed than the one that is being having the positive. Now, me that I am receiving from you, I am gaining. Am I not gaining? And that is plus, right? But God is this person that is losing, that has the minor sign, is more blessed than the person that has the positive sign. Why is it so? Why is God saying that the one who has the minor sign is more blessed than the one who has the positive sign? Why is God saying so? And yet we caught it. The one that giveth is more blessed than the one that receiveth. Why is God saying so? The equation here for us to be able to just suppose if the words of Jesus Christ is true or the current mathematical equation is true or not, then we have to ask ourselves, what is that person giving? Because what he is giving is what can now tell us if the words of Jesus is true or our present day mathematical equation is true. Because if I am giving only money and I am losing money, then definitely I am not more blessed than the person I'm giving the money to. Are you here with me? But there is something different from that which we are giving. I wish I can explain this thing better. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Why is Jesus saying that? You are more blessed as a giver than you being on the receiving side. And it's simply because anytime you are giving, you are not just giving something or you are not just giving money, you are losing experience. Anytime you are giving something, you are not only giving, but you are losing experience. And the spirit you are losing is as a result of the fact that you are more blessed. Now, assuming that I am giving, uh, my wallet to Pastor Peter and if this wallet I'm giving out to Pastor Peter there is a spirit accompanying it which may be let's say it's an evil spirit and I'm giving out an evil spirit to Pastor Peter which I will not do so which I don't have <laughs> so I'm giving it to him now I am losing this evil spirit and then Pastor Peter is now receiving this evil spirit who is more blessed I am losing a demon and he is gaining a demon. Who is more blessed? 
So I'm saying that for the words of Jesus to be true, that the one that is receiving is more blessed than the one who is giving. It has to do with whatever the person is giving. It's not just money. Now, Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 12, chapter 19, the verse 12, that people came to Apostle Paul. And as much as they came to Apostle Paul, they did not come empty-handed. They came with aprons and hanky. And as they gave aprons and hanky to Apostle Paul, he prayed over it. And when the people sent back these hankies and aprons to the sick and to the one that are oppressed of the devil, they get healed and they, they are free from this oppression. They receive deliverance. Are you here? Now, if these people are now receiving hanky, aprons, they get hankies, they get aprons, and why is it needed for them to send to Apostle Paul? If it is the hanky that is blessing people, if it is the hanky that is causing the miracle, if it is the apron that is causing the deliverance to take place, then the moment they got the hanky from the store, they should have got to place upon their relative who is sick. Then there was no need for them to give it to Apostle Paul. But Paul said, when they gave it to Apostle Paul, he prayed over it. And to them, they sent the hanky and placed over the sick to heal the sick. But what they did not know was that a part of the spirit of Apostle Paul accompanied that apron. And that's the spirit of him. So it wasn't just a hanky they were going to place upon the sick. There was a part of Apostle Paul that was translated from Apostle Paul onto the hanky. So when they placed that hanky upon the sick, the healing grace upon the hanky was able to cause deliverance and cause healing to take place. So what am I trying to say? Anytime you are given something, a spirit from you is accompanying it. Oh my goodness. See, someone, there are days where the same hanky I am using, I give it to someone else and the person can place it in my bag and pack my things and nothing happens. But this same hanky, I can pray over it and put it over someone and the person receives something or receives the power of God. Sometimes you see me here, pour water in your palms and then miracles begin to happen. I pour water in your palm and suddenly financial blessing is taking place. But that water, you could have gone to buy the water and pour it in your own palm. But the, the water received a different spirit from me to it. So that water loses its natural element. And then you hear me speak, let this water lose its natural element and begin to take up the body of Christ. And then when I put upon you, I have transferred a spirit onto that water. Oh my goodness. So anytime you are given something, even though you do not know it is still taking place. How many see do you, do we see spirits? Do we see spirits? But do they exist? So the fact that you do not see something doesn't mean it's not happening. You just do not know. You, don't, you just do not have an idea about it. And I will explain it. This is descending money at the light of the world. So anytime you are given something, you are not just giving anything. You are losing a spirit. But you have to be conscious of the kind of spirit you are losing. Because you do not want to lose a good spirit, but you want to lose a bad spirit. And that is why you cannot give offering here or you go to church or any Christian gathering and just give offering like a normal human being. No. You just don't give offering like a ritual activity. You give offering by praying over it. You declare over the offering before you give. Because why are you praying over the offering? You are transferring a spirit upon that money. Are you here with me? You are transferring a spirit upon that money. And then you give for it to perform a specific function. If not so, why then are you praying over the money? 
So what you are saying, you are actually losing the spirit onto that money. And that's why you can't be part of the real ladies, the finance department, the protocol team without being spiritual and then you are cut out. You have to be prayerful if you are part of any of this department. Because if you are counting money, thinking we are done with service on Sunday and you are counting money as a reality, you are counting money as a finance department, you are holding money as a finance department and then you think you are just holding money. You think you are just counting money. You are counting spirits too. You know how much spend of it. You are equally counting spirits. And that's why I make you pray about it. Because you are counting people's problems and you have prayed over that often. So you can't be in that department and just become a oh, they are too offering a kind of finance department. No, you've counted spirit. So you have to pray. Not just a service, 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 service. No, no, no. That prayer must be consciously made. Are you here with me? And that is why I do not also encourage you to then after service or what service is going on, maybe you need change for something. And then you go to the finance department, you go to the office and say, uh, please, I need smaller denomination from the offering. Do you, you're not actually taking money alone, you are taking someone something. So you don't, no matter how much offering, how, what offering you want to take, no matter the denomination you want to change, do not go to the offering bowl and say, oh, please change it for me. I've seen many people do that, but what they are doing is to exchange spirits, but you do not know. And that's why, again, I do not encourage borrowing. Because what am I borrowing? Am I just borrowing money or am I borrowing the spirit of borrowing? Because what happens to these people when they borrow is that they borrow to pay that debt again. They borrow to pay that debt again. So I don't encourage borrowing because what you're doing is borrowing. You're borrowing spirit. For what? So he that is giving is more blessed than he that is receiving. And you have to make sure that you are on the giving side than the receiving side. Because right now, you right now, why are you blessed as you are giving even to the church? Now, if a spirit, let's say, a spirit of delay is leaving you right now, and then you pray that spirit upon the money, you are giving to the church. Now, the church now has a responsibility, or the pastor has a responsibility of now standing and praying over that thing. Now, he goes through fasting and prayer, he's suffering, he goes through pain. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't enjoy like you enjoy. You you already you taking that spirit away and then you go and go and eat your bread, you go and eat your food, you go and eat your bank, whatever it is. You won't enjoy. But now the pastor is now fasting and praying for you. He is he is sacrificing things for you. Who is now more blessed? You who has lost the spirit or he who has gained the spirit and he didn't the spirit. That's why I do I don't sleep after a program. I don't sleep after sleeping. Hey, I have to do that. Yeah, because I've had encounters after programs. I have had encounters. I have had encounters. I have had encounters. So I can't have service and see a service to be normal. I can't see someone's money and see the money to be normal. Somebody, you have to know this money is not mine. You have when some some money is given to you, you have to know that this money is not mine. When I when the things were given to me, I knew this one was not mine. When some monies were deposited into my account, I knew this one has to go here, this one has to go here. Initially, I didn't have that plan. I didn't have that distribution plan. I didn't have anyone to settle. I'm not owing anyone. But suddenly, God begins to give me bills. To give this, to give this, to give that. So anytime you are giving, understand that you are losing a spirit. Now, if you still do not understand this and you are not so much convinced about the word of God based on this, 
How is it that someone and a friend they are eating jollof and suddenly one gets foolish? I've seen people literally getting a different spirit, a marine spirit, based on taking plantain chips from a friend. So what the person was taking was not just plantain chips. There was a spirit that was accompanying the spirit. And as the moment the person received it, he did not only she not only received that plantain, she received the spirit of the plantain from that person who was given. And that's why you can't have birthdays, wedding days, uh, baby christening, and when gifts are brought to you, quickly you go and open and you begin to use. No, no, no. When gifts are given to you, don't quickly open and go and use it. What you have to do is to spend time in prayer on it before you use. Because the person who gave it to you, though they might not know they are giving you a spirit, they gave you something else in addition to it. So the fact that they are not conscious of the spirit they are giving, but the thing they are giving, they still gave. So though you don't know it is happening, it is still happening. I have seen people have miscarriage based on using wedding gifts that they had not prayed over. People have, see, people, people have divorced based on using wedding gifts that they were not supposed to use because they used it and they did not pray over it. They use birthday gifts and then they get sickness for themselves. But they, what they received was a gift, but that gift turned out to have a particular sick, sickness back in it. But yet they thought they received only a gift. So when people are giving you things, even if you can't ask them because they're not, they are not privy to this message, ask yourself, what spirit am I receiving? <laughs> what spirit am I receiving? What spirit am I receiving? Obviously, when I'm here, I'm giving you something I will not definitely give you. I give you a spirit, I'll give you a good spirit. I was telling the pastor the other day that as much as I want to go to certain places to for, for someone, some biological people to lift up prayer over me, I cannot go because I'm concerned about the kind of spirit they transfer to me. And you will see myself in the pastors because of a transfer I have given them. I just laid my hands over, over them and I just spoke a word over them. But a part of me was given unto them. They can teach deeply, they can prophesy deeply. Even though there's a lot of prophets, there's a lot of even call telephone numbers and all that. I don't even call uh, birthdays, but they call. Where did they get it from? It was the impact. My spirit was multiplied into them. But all that you people saw was me laying hands upon them. All you go saw was water being poured upon them. But behind the water, behind the hand, there was a spirit being transferred. Oh my goodness. So when you are taking gifts from people, what are you taking? When you, you are there, someone dashes you a cloth, dresses, what are they actually giving you? Some of you might not have heard this story. There was a lady called um, Tracy. She, she does the uh, restoration program. She was speaking of how that she got sick. She was there one day and a friend came to her that she was going somewhere and then she needed a cloth. And then she, Tracy, made a friend take new panties, new clothes that was from her wardrobe and took it away. The next moment, she, Tracy, was sick for some time now. What happened? There was a transfer. It wasn't just a cloth she was giving. There was a transfer. So when people are giving you their used weak caps, they are used dresses, they buy you a gift, what are they actually giving you? Ask yourself. Now this is not supposed to make you get scared. 
So I don't take things from people. My only thing, that's why I've been teaching you about discernment. I taught you about discernment of spirit, even how to discern timing, discernment of people, discernment of even atmospheres. I've taught you a lot about discernment from the beginning of the year. So you'll be able to know. So you don't get scared when someone is giving you something. No. Because right now, some of you are already making decisions that you can't take things from people. Because you know the kind of spirit they're giving you. And that's why you have to come to a spiritual maturity. So that even though they are giving you, and maybe it might be a problem they do not know about, you have fortitude to be able to deal with that situation. You are fortified to deal with that situation. So me, I don't care whatever you bring. You bring it, I leave it on my prayer altar. Ah, you deal with it. Are you with me? Are you with me? That's why sometimes, even when there are activities going on in a church, let me tell you, and a cake or something is being distributed, I wait for everyone to eat before I take my Sometimes I'll tell you all, don't eat. Not because of anything. Not because of anything. I cannot go to programs and then I'll eat. It's not because of anything. And I'm careful of what enters my system. I cannot have a program. I cannot even have checks and Sundays. I cannot eat. And I'm careful of what enters my system. Because what I'm eating is not just food. Oh my goodness. I have seen what food has done to people. Eh? I've seen what food has done to people. I've seen what some kind of gifts has done to people. It has made them sick. Yet it was just a gift. And when you when you tell them it is this gift you took, they cannot even they will say no, they thought you are a false prophet. Because the person that is coming from cannot do me so. And yet they do not know that is where it's coming from. Because sometimes I'm even very careful of how I prophesy. And some prophecies are not given public. Because of the details. Some people will not begin to misinterpret it. Now, let me then enter into this friend. He that is given and who is losing is more blessed than the person who is receiving. How is that possible? Bible says in the book of let me just say, okay. You see, when we see married people, right? When we see two people, right? Two people who are married. Can, 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 Mr. J, can, can you help me here? Help me here. Now, I want to conclude with this. Then we do the, the, the other steps. Now, we have two people who are married, alright? Let's assume Pastor Divine and Mr. Ryan, can you come? Can you sit down for me? I want to explain something to you. I want to explain something to you. Now, Bible says that he that finds a wife finds what a good thing and what obtains peace and obtain and obtains favor from the Lord. Now, he they are not married. I'm, I'm just using them as an example. Please don't start thinking deep. All right, don't start thinking deep. Uh, the chair looks like marriage chair. Don't start thinking deep. All right, Bible says that. He that finds a wife, finds a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. Sometimes, some of you already know I've preached from this scripture, so you think you're already concluding. Now, the message from this scripture is from the rich wife and rich husband message. You can listen to it on most, uh, all the avenues uh, uh, that is available. Now, he that finds a wife, finds a good thing, and obtains, obtains favor from the Lord. Now, there is this guy who is the husband, who is finding a wife. Now, the father and the mother of this woman is giving their daughter out for marriage. And as much as they are giving their daughter out for marriage, 
this guy is thinking that he's marrying only this girl but what he doesn't know is that God added the spirit of favor to the marriage so for him he is only see my people listen to this carefully those of you want to marry listen to this carefully so for him he thinks that he's only marrying a woman a person who can cook who can do this or who we can be companions but what he doesn't know that the spirit of favor god has sent it to accompany this woman so in marrying this woman he is also married to the spirit of favor so if there is any spiritual marriage you want in then here a marriage between you and the spirit of favor <laughs> so this, this guy's mentality as a husband is that he is marrying a wife he that finds a wife remember this doesn't work for wife and girlfriends it works for husband and wife so listen carefully so he that finds a wife finds a good thing now as much as he as a husband he is finding that good thing in the good thing that he finds he is obtaining favor from that good thing that he finds and i've explained what that good thing is to you already in that message and i'm saying that now him he is now finding a wife and as much as he has found the wife, he has to now search for the good thing on the woman. And when he finds the good thing on the woman, he is now obtaining favor from that good thing he has found on the woman. And I was telling you how to do with the V part of the woman. Which means that the V part of the woman is a producer of favor. So this man, he has married a wife. And as long as he's taking the wife home, he's not only taking the wife home, but he has a spirit of favor. And for him to be able to access the spirit of favor, he needs to find that good thing. And when he finds that good thing and accesses that good thing, he obtains favor from that good thing. So, you as a wife, you cannot go, you cannot allow your husband to get out of the house without intimacy. You cannot allow your husband to go for interview without intimacy. Because in that intimate act, he is obtaining favor. So, when you are having sexual intercourse with your husband or with your wife, have a particular conscious mentality that I am not only having pleasure, but I am taking favor from my wife. There is a kind of favor that a normal human being, a single people don't have, boyfriends, girlfriends don't have. It is only given to marriage. Because it is not he that finds a woman, but he that finds a wife. So there are many women, but there are few wives. And, and see, women don't carry those kind of favor. It is only wives that carry those kind of favor. And that favor is only found only in that good thing. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. It's not only for pleasure, it is to find favor in the sight of God. God is happy when you do it. Only when it's legal. Because he's able to now give you the spirit of favor. So he is receiving a human being. Thinking he's only taking a person home, but he's also taking a spirit home. Without him knowing. So all of you who are married here, who want to marry, those who are married are already, already have the spirit of favor. But the problem is that they are not able to access it because they don't have that mentality that they are having sexual intercourse with favor. You, you as a husband, you see, when you begin to know this thing, you as a husband, you cannot fail. Hmm? If you have a husband that is failing, understand that you have a problem. Maybe you are previous to this message. When I'm married, 
if I have an interview. Boy! Boy! Ah! If I need a contract signed, if I want to minister, A level of favor. Not everyone knows this. It's for you, for free. That's why Bishop that even said the other day that he every morning he invests to the wife before he preaches. And he said that he invests to release tension and some things. But aside that one, there's an aspect of favor. Not everyone knows. Things will change for people in my life when I get married too. Ah, boy, boy. This guy was doing business. Oh, now so no one Oh yeah, now boom. That favor is in that marriage, in that thing. That is why we all have to get married. Or you don't want to get married? Ah, uh, what, what, uh, what, why are you being serious with me right now? <laughs> yeah, you, have, you, have, you are all pretending. Now, now let me conclude. Let me conclude. Let me conclude. <laughs> let me conclude. Now, if, if those two people are married as husband and wife, and then they begin to have sexual intercourse or intimacy, now, this man now becomes the giver. Now, you see, this message you might think is only for the married, but some of you are going to also get married very soon. Amen. Within the space of two years, shortly. Even this year, sir. Okay. The ones that want to receive, I'm receiving a girl. Okay. So now, the man is the giver. When it comes to intimacy, please don't hide your face, I know you well. <laughs> <laughs> the man. Please stand here, don't take part. Now, the man is the giver when it comes to the intimacy. And the woman is the receiver when it comes to intimacy. Are you with me? Now, as the man is giving the woman, Bible says this man who is the giver, he is more blessed than the woman who is receiving. Now, what is the woman receiving? When the man receives the man, the man releases into the woman. Now, what the man releases into the woman is a liquefied substance, which is called sperm. Now, the man gives the sperm to the woman. But aside the sperm, there is a spirit that accompanies the sperm into the woman. The spirit of the man is multiplied into the sperm to the woman. And then when that spirit enters, then we say we have a baby. So maybe when the spirit of Pastor Divine multiplies, when he gets married and he mates with the wife, then it enters into the sperm. Maybe they are able to give birth to a little boy and little Peter. So, so now, what is when the man was giving the woman, he was not only giving sperm, a spirit from him accompanied the sperm. That's what I'm saying. When you are giving, you are not only losing money, you are not only losing a substance, you are losing a spirit also. So this man thinking he's having sexual intercourse and the only thing that he's only giving is sperm. It's not so. He's giving a part of him. And that's why when they give birth, the child looks like you. I say, my father, I say, mommy. And I say, personally, grandma, I know are you here? The DNA. Because he has given his spirit, he has multiplied his spirit. The spirit accompanied the liquefied substance. If the liquefied substance goes alone and there is no spirit accompanying it, they will tell you that the sperm is weak. It's not that the sperm is weak, it is because there is no spirit accompanying the sperm. So the sperm is not able to function and give baby. Are you here at all? Now, after the man has released into the woman who is their married, and then he, she receives it, this man can walk around as though he has given a day. But this woman walks around for nine good months with an evidence of receiving something from the man. 
Her tummy begins to protrude. She begins to have a swollen face. She has a swollen neck. Her body begins to deform. Changes begin to take place. They can't even take pictures again. And yet, the man is walking around as though nothing has happened. The man is walking around as though he has given nothing. But the woman is now suffering from what she has received. He that giveth is more blessed than he that receiveth. My goodness. Now listen now. As much as this woman is not receiving. This woman is receiving now. And now as much as she's receiving. Now hear this. Now she is pregnant and she is pregnant and the pregnancy is developing she is not able to sleep comfortably the particular posture she cannot sleep again she, she, she can't sleep like this she only sleeps like this because of her tummy so they have a particular one way they sleep but you see the woman can wake up and the man has stretched his legs some way anyhow he is comfortably sleeping but she is finding difficulty in sleeping and that is because she has something from the man who is more blessed. She is suffering. Yet this man is enjoying forgiving. Now, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. She has received again. And for nine months, she's suffering in all these things. She's suffering. She's going through all this pain for something she has received from the husband. Now, when going into the delivery process, she gets contraction, she gets pain before the water breaks. Contraction begins to take place. The baby moves around in the tummy. Sometimes she even has a level of higher sense of smell. Her sense of smell increases. Her sense of hearing increases. Sometimes she begins to hear like, I want to eat yam. The same thing you bring me yam says you want to eat food. You see, people react to it differently. And yet this guy is okay. He has given me, he's okay, he's more blessed. Now, when the woman is delivering the baby, she goes through another pain. Now, this man can see the wife going through pain, and then the man will say that, oh, my wife is going through pain, which one feeling sad. He might be feeling sad, but his pain is not as compared to the pain that the woman is going through during the delivery. Are you here at all? Yes. Now, the man might be paying bills. For the delivery, the tour, the child, buying things for the child. But that pain of that bill cannot be compared to the pain the woman is going through to deliver the baby. So now who is more blessed? Which pain will you choose? They will tell you that this pain is much more higher. So therefore, the man that is losing the spare is more blessed, not his because this woman is about to go through a lot of pain. She delivered the baby, that that's not all. Now the baby comes from the bike pampers, the bike clothes, the bike everything. It doesn't end there. The woman begins to develop heavy breasts. Her breast that was standing at first now begins to start. It begins to fall. It begins to become flat. Her tummy area, there was a change, there was a deformity in the tummy. The tummy doesn't look that flat anymore. It looks some like it's wrinkled sort of. Are you with me? Her body deforms. Unless she goes to exercise, she looks like sometimes a ball. Sorry to say. Now, her breast now becomes heavy. She changes her breast and her bra that she wears. Now, she's not only like that. Her breast develops milk. As it's developing milk, sometimes it even gives milk without even the baby drinking. Now, they have to be putting things there between themselves. All this embarrassment just because of something he has received from the man. All this embarrassment, all this suffering, all this changing in her system is because of what she has received from the man. And then the breast is heavy. Now she even has to, if not for the things she received from the man, she will not have even removed her breast in public to feed the baby. Now she has to remove her breast in public for everyone to see her breast. 
Which kind of embarrassment and suffering is this? Just by me receiving one thing and never fighting from the man. He that giveth is more blessed than he that receiveth. Hallelujah. So anytime, anytime you are receiving something, understand that you are not just receiving that thing, but there is a spirit accompanying it. And that spirit causes a lot of things. Are you here? Just by one liquid that this woman received, look at all the changes she had to go through, all the suffering she had to go through. Now she can't even sleep. When the baby cries, she has to wake up. But the man is asleep. I have work tomorrow. And then they begin to turn to housewife. They give you a name, a post. Why? Because of a baby. At first, this is my wife. My darling, what is your occupation? I am a lawyer. Today, when they ask you, because of something you receive from the man, when they ask you, what do you do now? I am a housewife by profession. Your name has changed to housewife. Just by something you receive from the man. Go ahead and keep receiving and don't be giving. Be a giver. More than a receiver. Talk someone, I am more than a receiver. I am a giver. So you have to give. Learn to give. Learn to give. And lose more spirits. Lose more evils. Some of you, you are battling with a spirit of anger. You cannot deal with it. What you have to do is to give it out into that money. You lose it. Lose it through that money. You are praying, dealing with it. It's not happening. Lose it. You are dealing with the spirit of delay, the spirit of blah blah blah. Lose it in that money. So I know that some of you have prayed over your money and are telling God A, B, C, D. No. Now you have been taught about how to lose the spirit through money, through substance. So if you are praying right now on that money, there has to be a different prayer on your offering today. Because today we want to lose spirits. Not the good ones, but the evil ones that are tormenting us, the evil ones that are perfecting us. You want to have a different kind of prayer now when you are giving. I love to give now. I love to give now. Although I do not have an evil spirit, I have a good spirit, the spirit of the Lord within me. But I want to multiply that spirit. So when the evil spirits come against other people, they cannot have access to them because a good spirit has already gone ahead of time. Whether they are young or they are old, I do to protect them. When I see their life and I know where they are headed, I know this enemy can torment them in this way. I give ahead of time. I give ahead of time. So that even if it's not a material thing I'm giving, I give them a word ahead of time. That when you begin to see ABC come, so I've given them a word ahead of time. So when the enemy is now being given unto them, choose something, they know that now I have to run. Are you here with me? And there are many of you have had such prophecies. Such prophecies. And he told Bishop what he said is coming to pass. Now, this guy, Minister uh, Samson, and he gave us away. I posted his testimony. He said, Bishop, just as you declared, when I went to my hostel, suddenly the school who was owing me and other money I was expecting from my auntie, she gave it to me just as she spoke. And the school refunded the money to me. UPSO will refund money to you. Oh. Yeah, Refund, refund, forget. 
But they refunded the money to him based on the word of the prophet. So a word had gone ahead of time. So we, regardless of whatever the other spirits are doing to frustrate what the Lord has given to him already, that when that spirit, that good spirit was given to him, when it went forth, it changed the situation. Today, whatever situation that you are going through, as I send forth my word to you, from me to you, as I lose this word from me to you, Ah, he sent forth his word to heal all our diseases. So the people were afflicted, they were in a disease. But when the word of the Lord was sent forth, that disease was healed. So when I send forth my word, I am losing that word. But you are gaining that word and is able to bring about transformation in your life. He that receiveth a small blessing.